Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Friday, August 5th, 2022. What's happening? What's going on? Hope you're having a good week surviving the heat. I Speaking of heat, I was so I was running on, uh, it was Wednesday. I was downtown in my office. Just blazing hot, humid, and icky. And sunny all at the same time. It was really uh, just a wild combo. So I'm just getting blasted by that. Four miles, just dying. I I feel like I run enough and I'm consistent enough to where I can go out there at any condition and still put in a good effort. But man, it was just one of those days where it was just too much. I was was going real slow. And the reason I tell the story is because I come back to the office I grab my clothes I go to the showers across the street and I come out of the shower walk back to my office and it's just downpouring so I managed to sweat through everything on my run and then uh, got everything rained through on the walk back so really just all forms of precipitation there uh, hello to my friends in the uh, Mideast there, Pakistan. I guess they don't like being called the Mideast, but they're not really South Asia either. They're really just their own kind of place. Hello to my friends in Pakistan. Hyderabad, Islamabad, Khyber Pass. Thank you for being here. Thank you for making us the 112th ranked comedy podcast in the nation, the Islamic State of Pakistan, I assume. Those places are all Islamic states. They never... The, the whole Republic of never really caught on, as far as I can recall. Listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Bean Top Podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. But I tell you what, we've made it through the, the rough stuff, the North Dakotas and the, the, uh, the Louisianas. We've made it through the nobody really cares about those states, the Nebraskas. And, uh, I don't know, the Idaho's. And now we're, we're into week four out of five of our Beantown podcast, U.S. states, 50 states, and special guests, uh, power rankings, which is very exciting. So we're getting to just about the cream of the crop here. We are real close. And we're going to be getting into some states in a little bit here that are very solid contenders. They don't make my my top of the top list, but they're they're definitely states that I I have enjoyed the majority of my experiences there. We're going to be getting to that in a second, and I don't plan to uh, to delay getting to that all too much, like I've I've done in a couple of previous episodes or some of our previous episodes have just just eclipsed the hour mark. And frankly, I just don't. It's about five five thirty p.m. on a Friday. Long week, uh, man. Just working. I don't know. I probably worked like fifty, fifty-five, not fifty-five, like fifty-ish hours this week. But that's just you know total time on the clock. It's not uncommon where I'm bopping around doing this, doing that, all at the same time. So it's just exhausting. I I worked after five every night this week. Uh, I'm just, I got my glass of wild turkey whiskey here, and I'm ready to unwind a little bit, talk about some states, and then just not really talk. 
for the rest of the day. A lot of a lot of synchronous Zoom calls too. I don't do a ton of that in my like regular day-to-day life outside of Sunday morning family chat. But had uh and it's going to continue next week too. August is just a crazy stretch. Coming off a of vacation and got this week was nuts. Next week is kind of like a carbon copy of this past week. And then we have orientation uh, for the new law students. And then we're going to Hawaii, which is why we're doing our power rankings leading up to it. And then the week after that is my big uh, teaching week, which is a lot of fun, but it's also exhausting because every day it's like, okay, now we're going to take the bus to, excuse me, Lawndale. Now we'll take this Metra to Pullman. Let's go up to Ravinia. You know, it's just like, man, every every day, and you're trying to keep track of 20, 17, and 18-year-olds. And uh, I'm just not a super social person. I'm a lot of things, but I, I don't love just – I don't mind, like, having a random conversation with a stranger. Great example, last night, kickball playoffs, and there was a, a, another team – and I don't, they, the, it was the team who lost to the team that beat us. So I was talking to one of their guys after for maybe like three or four minutes because we had the same ref who, man, just some very questionable calls both ways. Uh, it was, it was rough. There was one play where our batter kicked a ball down the line. It was foul until the very end, came back fair. First baseman scoops it up, steps on first, easy out, right? Well, ump calls it foul, which is extremely wrong call. Uh, there were at least two or three defensive force outs where, yeah, it's a bang-bang play, but it's like, yeah, this is uh, pretty clearly pretty clearly out, and he called it safe. It's like, well, okay, I get, I get once, but consistently is irritating. Uh, and then the most egregious one, which is a bang bang play, but it's like you gotta. Well, the, there there were two. One, there was a ball, what we what we call kicked out of play, and it hit our bench, which is very much like not encroaching in the field. It's you know a couple couple feet away from the foul line, like that's where you're supposed to be, um, and that should have gone us yielded us an extra run, I believe, and. But because it it hit our players who are sitting on our bench, he you know they just played it out like it happened when it should have been well runners advance because it's out of play. That's just the kickball rules. So that was that was irritating. I, I'll mention none of this changed the outcome of the game. We did not advance. Rest in peace. But the most egregious one, and again, not anything that impacted how the game ended, but it did did yield them an extra run, which is just. You know, taking it on the chin here. I I think the situation was something along the lines of runners, bases loaded. Let's say runners runners first and third or bases loaded, something like that. One out, um, and so essentially what happens is the ball is kicked up the middle. I think our shorts. No, I was shortstop, so our second baseman fielded it. And in kickball, at least these rules, you can get someone out by throwing the ball and if the ball makes contact with them and they're not on, on the base, then they're out. Okay. Pretty simple. It's not like baseball. So our second baseman, I don't really remember why, but maybe she was a little bit off from the base, um, throws it at the runner 
another female going from first to second. So instead of doing the force out, she she throws the ball at her, which is a, a fine play. It, it was bases loaded because there was someone someone going to score from third, which was fine. But then there was a runner at second as well and, and first. So force out at second, but no. Throws the ball at the runner going from first to second. And the runner catches the ball momentarily. I don't know, probably a second or so. And then, you know, drops it, throws it behind her or whatever. And I'm not, I don't take any fault with the, 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 the female running from first to second who caught it because it's kind of like a weird thing. If it gets thrown right at you, it's like you either try to like catch it or it like hits you in the chest or the stomach and it's awkward, right? But here's the problem. That delay where we like don't have access to the ball, the runner, the runner from second goes all the way home. And you can't, well, we, we couldn't feel the ball because the runner was catching and carrying the ball, which you're clearly not allowed to do. And so I'm not saying that the runner from third shouldn't have scored. No, we were, we were only getting one out, and it was, there was only zero or one out, so I don't, I don't recall. But the guy from second goes all the way home. It's like, no, you got you to gotta send that guy back to third. Like, it, it, this might sound like a really minute detail, and yeah, it didn't change the the outcome of the game. But it's like you can't set that precedent and allow the the run to score in that situation. That's just like so. It was just that sort of thing. We got outplayed, we got beat, um, but there were some calls, and again, both ways. I probably noticed more of the ones that went against us, but there were at least one or two in our favor where it's just like I don't know, man. Um, and then the the We've had that ump before, and he's been fine. And then last night he was just saying some stuff, uh, some not kind stuff in particular to Rachel, and it was just a bad, bad experience, which is a bummer. Uh, you know, I have an undefeated season. It's a great social thing. And then you go out there, and that's your experience. So that was, that was a, uh, a frustrating way to end the season. But then we drank a lot and made friends with other teams, and that's kind of how I started telling that story. I was just talking to that one guy, and this goes back to how we originally started teaching week. I don't mind having, like, the random two- to three-minute conversation here and there over some sort of shared topic. I'm not big on small talk. I'll do a little bit of it. But, man, this week you spend so much time on, like, the train and everything and the bus and just walking. It's just, like, small talk 24-7. And that's just exhausting for me on top of all the transportation. And then that that weekend, uh, that caps it off as Labor Day weekend, we're going to Wisconsin for a cousin's wedding. So it's just, uh, it's, a, it's a marathon stretch here. It's, it's a lot of work, but also a lot of fun things. But, um, you know, it's just busy. And then fall travel starts. Don't have anything super sexy have my New York trip again. We'll be in New York in mid-October. Uh, got a little bit of a Midwest uh, road trip uh, from September wrapping into October. We're hit, we'll be hitting up Bloomington, Champaign, Minneapolis, and Madison. Should be fun. Haven't, haven't, haven't been to Minneapolis in a little while. I can't wait I can't wait to be there. It's just a bummer that I can't see a Vikings game cuz they're going to be in London. Anyways, let me get some of my whiskey here and then we're going to oh, I'm going to Boston too. And I'll probably either go to 
Cincinnati, Columbus, and Dayton, or take a bigger chunk, which I, I see the pros and cons of it. It's a, it goes Tucson, Phoenix, LA, Las Vegas, um, which I'm not opposed to. It's just, it goes from like, you have to leave on like Wednesday and not come back till like Tuesday night, maybe Wednesday morning. That's just a long time. Um, to be jumping, you know, constantly jump around. So we'll see. TBD. The Cincinnati Columbus Dayton thing is much more my speed. I drive there, wake up Monday morning, literally 5 a.m. So you can get to Cincinnati in time for the, you lose an hour, get to Cincinnati in time for a 12 p.m. fair. Did that last year. Didn't mind it. I, dude, it's, it's great hitting the open roads, especially the highways here in Chicago early morning for anyone else is out. You just zoom in. It's a great feeling. Lakeshore Drive, love it. So we'll see. Uh, but you didn't come here to, to listen to me ramble for 13 minutes, but you heard it anyways. We are going to jump right into here. Uh, this is week four out of five. If you haven't listened the last three episodes before this, I would encourage you to go do that. We are power ranking the 50 U.S. states over a five-week period in chunks uh, leading up to my trip to Hawaii, which will be my first trip to Hawaii and my 50th state that I have visited. So put me down at 100% completion rate in about two weeks here. Uh, We leave in 15 days. Is that right? Yeah, 15 days uh, until Puerto Rico gets in the game, and then I'm going to have to take another trip. But just to to go Blitzkrieg style through what we've already done, uh, 50, Alabama. Well, not ranked. We had D.C., Puerto Rico, and Guam. Okay, 50, Bama, 49, Mississippi, 48, Louisiana, 47, Arkansas, 46, South Carolina, 45, Florida, 44, Texas, 43, Missouri. Uh, new category. They suck and they know it. The first one was uh, called Absolute Trash Heap, your classic ATH. Uh, 42, North Dakota, 41, South Dakota. That's a little foreshadowing. There's going to be a little bit of bunching going on today as well. Uh, 40, Indiana, 39, Kentucky, 38, Idaho, 37, Montana, 36, Wyoming, 35, Nebraska, 33, Oklahoma, 32, Delaware. Got a lot of shit for Delaware at 32. I don't know. I thought that was very generous. A new category, beloved by some, but some problems. 31, New Jersey. This was last week. 30, Iowa, 29, Connecticut. 28, Rhode Island, 27, Ohio, 26, Arizona, 25, North Carolina, 24, Virginia, 23, Tennessee, 22, Maryland, and 21, Georgia. Okay, so today's category is uh, is just we got one name for it, one word, one name, underrated, uh, which probably, I don't know, we might have been able to come up with a different title. But these are states, they're not all underrated states, but these are states that are rated slightly under my top 10. So we, we have reached the point now, it is going to be 10 this week and 10 next week. Um, so I knew, I, I promised you it wouldn't be an exact 10 every week sort of thing, and it wasn't for the first three weeks. Looks like we did like nine, or like eight, 12, and 11, whatever that adds up to, maybe nine, 12, and 11. 7, 12, and 11. That's probably what it was. Uh, but these last two weeks are going to be going to be 10. So we're going from 20 to 11 today. And let's jump right in. The state 
out of all 50 U.S. states that I have spent by far the least amount of time in, I'm trying to think what, what would be second. Um, Louisiana, I've never done much. Mississippi, I've just had a cup of coffee literally uh, like twice. The same diner I've actually gone to twice in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Um, I've never been to the Mississippi coast or Jackson or anything like that. Uh, I've never done a ton in North Carolina, but those would be like the top states where it's like, yeah, I've really not spent much time. Idaho, Idaho is high up there. Haven't spent much time in Idaho. Uh, I, I did sleep a night in Boise before really, really fucking up a, a hotel waffle machine maker. I think they're still scraping stuff off of that six years later. Uh, okay, but the state where I have spent the least amount of time, because it was literally an afternoon, New Mexico. So I don't want to hear anyone giving me shit about, oh, did you actually go there or did you, like, have an airport layover? Or I even – I was talking to someone about this two weeks ago. I don't remember who it was. But they they were even like, oh, did you actually go there or you just fly over there? And I was like, dude, I'm not – you can't – like, if we're talking flyover, then I've been to, like, Algeria, man. Okay? So, no. Been there – not in the airport, well, in the airport, but also other places. So coming in, number 20 is New Mexico. I had been to Santa Fe for an event for about three hours, uh, got to the airport or arrived in Santa Fe, I don't know, 10, 11 a.m., worked for a handful of hours, and I think I was out of there by like seven or eight. Uh, so it is one of the few states where I've never spent a night, along with probably you know Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, I, uh, well, I was going to say Idaho. That's not the case. Uh, but I love New Mexico. Um, maybe I've just been watching a lot of Better Call Saul recently, which is true. But it's just, uh, you know, it's got the, the wide open spaces. It's got that natural beauty of the West, but it's not as, like, advertised, I guess, I think is the best way to put it, as, you know, your, your Grand Canyons or your Zions or your, you know, obviously your Colorados, or even up to Montana. Um, there's just so much out there. It's beautiful, uh, somewhat diverse, I guess, in a in a kind of a unique way. Plenty of uh, plenty of Latinos, of course, Native Americans, fair share of white people. I don't know if there are any black people that live in uh, New Mexico. That's probably the one thing they don't have, or Asians. Uh, but otherwise. It's a a beautiful state, and there's not that much I can comment on it. I'd love to go to Albuquerque at some point, Um, not just because of, you know, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, but I think it it seems like a, like, I don't know if hipster is really the right word for it, but just like a cool place. Um, I do like the whole, like, Arizona, New Mexico kind of, like, style um, of, like, living and and housing and, and, you know, just the naturalness of it. I don't know if I could ever... That's not true. I was going to say I don't know if I could ever live there. I could, but I just frankly don't like the heat. Like, I'm much happier in a place like Minnesota, um, which is a completely different atmosphere than New Mexico. Um, but, you know, what I what I think I could do would be, you know, like to live in, like, Flagstaff, Arizona or something like that, where it's, you know, in the mountains and it gets cold and stuff. Um, same for Same goes for Santa Fe. It's pretty high up there. 
uh, our Beantown poll question of the week or Beantown trivia question of the week, uh, whoever, whomever gets closest to the Santa Fe elevation wins a Beantown button and a shout-out live on air. I think Walt Furness is like five in a row on these or something, so five shout-outs your way. I also mentioned you can uh, submit your guests by text, email, beantownpodcastyahoo.com. Again, there's Beantown, beantownpodcastyahoo.com. You can tweet us. The show is at BeantownCast. I update it once a year at least. Uh, I'm personally at White Buns with a Z. Maybe that's why the uh, new president of DePaul didn't follow me back when I followed him. Because he, he saw it and he was like, hey, man, I'm Catholic. This is too much. I don't know if he's actually Catholic or not. Uh, okay, uh, to finish the, the thought, then we're going to go on to number 19 here. The Santa Fe Elevation. Drum roll, please. Got a new glass table, uh, coffee table, and it's nice. But frankly, we got to worry about smudges now. And it's not as good for drum rolls, although there is wood uh, on the bottom of it. So I guess that is the solution. Santa Fe Elevation, 7,199. They say it sinks by 37 feet every year. Santa Fe is going down. Mercy. Go out there while you can, because soon it will just be a crater. I'm joking. It's not true. Okay, coming in at number 19. Uh, a state very similar to my own, Illinois, in terms of one huge city that's completely different from the rest of the state. Nevada. Actually, I feel like for a while people were thinking like, oh, Nevada sounds a little bit like more, more fancy, more natural. Like that's got to be the right way. But it's actually Nevada, even though that sounds kind of like Nevada. Midwesterny, but in Nevada is like, oh, this is this is proper. Like this is what this is what the ancestors would have wanted. But it is Nevada. If you go out there and say Nevada, they can legally shoot you. And legal prostitution and all that stuff. Did you know prostitution is not legal in um what's the county that Las Vegas is in? Las Vegas County. Henderson, is that the name of it? Henderson County? No, Clark County. There's also a Henderson there's obviously a Henderson, Nevada. I don't think there's a Henderson County. There might be. But yeah, Clark County. Dude, the Nevada counties are crazy. Go check out Go check out a map. Pull up a, a Nevada County map. I get it because that's just like Nevada. It's just a lot of salt flats. But these county, the county map is crazy. Some of these counties are just like gigantic. It's wild compared to a place like Illinois or something. Um, some really fun shapes, too. you got to check this out, especially that, that south-central one that extends from the California border and goes straight north. Almost looks like a, like a power tool or something. That's cool, man. Um, Nevada is a beautiful state. It's got some... Las Vegas is, is a lot. You're on the strip, and it's like total gilded glitz and glory, and then you go a block off the strip, and it's like, holy cow, Like where we took a wrong turn. What happened? It's a really unique place. Um, I've, I've really only like done 
Nevada as an adult, or um, Las Vegas as an adult once, if you will. Um, right before I moved to Chicago, actually, from Baltimore, I was there for like four days, and I only had one work event. It was awesome. Um, but I, I'm not a Vegas person. I don't gamble. Um, you don't pay a lot for drinks. I do appreciate like the shows aspect, but not like the, not like the like magic, like Penn and Teller, or, like uh, the Tiger guys, Bo and Rick. I don't think they were called Bo and Rick. Well, who are the Tiger brothers? They're dead. Siegfried and Roy. And yeah, one of them or both of them are dead. Um, like I don't like. Oh, I actually don't dislike that sort of thing. I just don't want to pay like seventy-five bucks for that. Now I will go out and see concerts. Uh, I saw James Taylor once in Las Vegas at Caesar's Palace. Great experience, but everything is expensive, um, and I'm just not really a like glitz and glamour kind of guy. I was in Las Vegas last year actually for a cup of coffee. I uh, rolled into there the day I hiked the Grand Canyon. Probably got in there at like 6, 6 p.m., 7 p.m., and I was out of there by 7 a.m. to go to Death Valley. Um, but the rest of Nevada is, uh, I've never been to Reno, but I think for the most part it's just kind of salt flats or like smaller mountains or like cows, steer. I don't know if they have a lot of steer in Nevada. When I think of, like, Nevada and wide open spaces, I picture steer. S-T-E-E-R. And that's pretty much Nevada. It's uh, hot, it's dry, and it's pretty empty. And that might, you know, I might make it sound like, well, it sucks. But I kind of like that. There's a lot of room to explore. You can really spread your, spread your wings and hey, at night you want to party, you go down to Vegas, you do what you want to do there. Reminder to the listeners, prostitution is not legal. And then you go home and call it a day. Las Vegas is where uh, Brandon Flowers of Killers fame is from. Dustland Fairy Tale, go listen to it from the Day and Age record about 12 years ago, something like that. Samstown, their second album, that's the name of a casino. I've seen it. Big, big old sign that says Samstown. Not on the strip. Uh, that's Nevada. Let's take this opportunity to thank our sponsors here. Thank you to Home Pride Oregon. We need a safe, certified home inspector in Central Oregon that you can trust. You're going to want to go with the experts. Call Steve, also my dad, 541-410-0316, or visit homeprideoregon.com. Com. Again, that's homeprideoregon.com. And if you find it on Google Maps, it's actually still, or at least it was two years ago when I was there, at the wrong address, the Holly Grape address. That's old news, man. They, they, they're they updated. They're current. Got a home office and everything. Anyways, trust the experts. Call Home Pride Oregon. Our good friends, the Samson Q2U series, they've been with us. Uh, we're on our fifth season now. And uh, I'm using my main Samson, but I've got my secondary. Anytime Rachel's ready to rumble. She's in the shower right now, so I can say this. She's going to want to get on here eventually. It's going to happen. She can't resist. She's got a lot of thoughts. 
I I I know I know she's got something to contribute to this podcast. She's going to hate it if she ever listened back to this. Which is like a 50/50. I don't know. We haven't talked I, I don't talk about my podcast with Rachel. I don't talk about my podcast with others. There's a time you know, season 1, season 2 where it's like, "Oh, this is fresh. This is new like let's let's get really like weird with it. Like let's let's push it. Let's see what happens." And, you know, there were successes with that. I mean, we have we had shows that streamed, you know, 1,000, 2,000 times, whatever. Um, but I, I tell you what, man, I just don't have the uh, energy to to do to go that hard with it um, now in season five. And also, I just don't really care that much. For a time, it was like, oh, maybe this could be a thing. Uh, not like, oh, maybe I could be a podcaster in life whereas my main profession, but just like maybe this will be like a significant thing. Um, and now I am totally fine with it never being that. Uh, I put it out there because it's an hour out of my week that I enjoy. And frankly, I almost never listen back. I haven't listened back to a show in months. It's been a while. Uh, but it's always there. And sometimes we get good guests on. Once we get through all that August craziness through labor day that i was talking about we're gonna get abby witzak on for sure to talk subway um because we literally live a block and a half away it's gonna happen i i actually was was thinking about making it happen like a month ago um but i just didn't give her very good notice and then i asked her what she was doing and she was busy so it's gonna happen we have a abby witzak and i have a 5k on the track Next a week from today, is that right? Gosh, that's literally what I'm going to be doing in exactly one week. Got to go out to Montrose. God knows how I'll get there. Maybe maybe I'll get picked up in a car. Um, and then, of course, our friends Cuts by Q. Did a little shaving today. Looking fresh, looking clean. That's good because I got a 10-year-old's birthday party tomorrow. Don't want to show up looking like a werewolf. When you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, call the experts at Cuts by Q. Whiskey check. How are we doing? I got got a couple ounces left, maybe three. Still doing well. Oh, we're still podcasting. Yeah, that's right. We're only on minute 30. I got like seven states left to go. You sure you don't want to say anything, Rachel? Okay. Maybe next time. All right, coming in at number 18, we're finally getting back to the heartland here and a state that is close to home, number 18, Wisconsin. There's a lot I could say about it. It's just there. Uh, it's, it's a really fun place for, like, legit fun in the summer. You know, you get away from the big cities a little bit. Or if you want to go to a, a bigger city, Milwaukee, we talked about Summerfest. Had a great time. This is my third Summerfest this summer. Uh, my first time, like, making it a thing uh, and not just, like, showing up for a night. Had a, had a blast. Big Summerfest fan. And, hey, I love – it, it's tough because I, I actually originally had Wisconsin a little bit higher. And then I thought about playing with Paul Ryan in the orchestra and Scott Walker and Ron Johnson and – I just thought, you know what? We got to temper our expectations a little bit. I don't want to send the wrong message and put Wisconsin at like 12. People will be like, what the fuck? So Wisconsin is, has, has a big, vast dichotomy of 
things I really love. Uh, Summerfest, Devil's Lake, great time. Wisconsin Dells, kind of king as a kid. A lot of fun. A lot of road trips through Wisconsin, cheese curds, and not the new age fried ones. We're talking gas station, vacuum sealed, squeaky cheese curds. Door County, like I get I get the negatives of Door County, but I have fun because I'm white. And you go far up north, you know, like Superior, UP, uh, you can be very alone with your thoughts. It's also got, you know, the, the drawbacks, the politics, a lot of guns, hunting season, just uh, not a fan of shooting anything, frankly. Um, but it's, it, you know, that's Wisconsin, you know. You take the good, you take the bad. I would not be opposed to living there. Um, I'd want to be close to Milwaukee, Madison, or Minneapolis. But what what more is there to say? I think most people who listen to the show probably know Wisconsin pretty well, better than Nevada or New Mexico. So that's all I'm going to say for time's sake. But uh, it's a state I really appreciate. A state with a lot of problems, state that gets a lot of shit. But uh, hey, man, I like dairy, but I don't like Paul Ryan, and so that's why uh, it's not any higher than eighteen. Uh, coming in at number seventeen, we got a mini block here of two, so we'll talk about them both together. We don't need to do separate elaborations. E L A B O R A T I O N S. Uh, 17, we are going New Hampshire. 16, we're going Vermont. Uh, I was there just, just under two years ago. Beautiful, beautiful places. Uh, great green and white mountains, white New Hampshire, green Vermont. Fun hiking, close to Canada, almost Montreal, Toronto territory. Um, more Montreal and Ottawa than Toronto. My recording cut out. We're back. You missed about 30 seconds of me talking about the world's tallest filing cabinet located in Burlington, Vermont. Home of the, uh, what's the Vermont, uh, the University of Vermont. Their mascot, University of the Maple Leafs or something mascot i can see their logo the catamounts yeah whatever a catamount is let's see if we can find out what is a catamount it's like a panther or something like a cougar but yeah i knew what the logo looked like i just didn't really know what to call that cat it's a catamount not your house cat it's the catamount. That's Vermont, New Hampshire. Uh, rest in peace to the uh, the man in the mountain who uh, came tumbling down. If you don't know the story, first go check your change drawer. Maybe you'll have a New Hampshire state quarter. You will see a, a a face of a potentially the face of a man in chiseled, not chiseled, but naturally in stone on the side of a mountain in the White Mountains. And he came down maybe in 2004, 2005, long gone. Uh, don't, there was some sort of tectonic activity, I suppose. 
be a good fantasy football team name, Tectonic Activity. And he's no longer there. I don't really know what happened. Some sort of seismic shift, seismic toss, Pokemon. It does the amount of damage equal to your level. So if you are a level 15 Pokemon, you're doing 15 HP damage. It's a, it's a move like Dragon Rage. Dragon Rage is 40 HP no matter what. Where it's, I think it's 100% accuracy, so it's good if they have a sliver of health left and you need a sure thing, but it's not actually very usable in, uh, like, if you're trying to actually be good at Pokemon. And that's New Hampshire, that's Vermont. Uh, beautiful hiking, Green Mountains, White Mountains, I already said that, I think, but uh, I, I, I'm not a New England hater. Uh, especially places like New New uh, New Hampshire and Vermont, they're not crazy crowded. There's just not that many people, so there's a lot of nature to enjoy, room for everyone. Pretty liberal. Um, so yeah, I don't have that much else to say about New Hampshire and Vermont. I've only had good experiences. I think they're really great natural beauty. Um, I don't have, I don't personally, you know, I look, I know I've lived in Chicago and Baltimore my whole adult lives, but I don't personally need a large metropolitan area to feel happy. If I've got a, you know, place to live close to a grocery store and good nature, uh, and a couple of bars, I'm pretty happy, honestly. Uh, coming in at number 15, this was a, this was one I wrestled with. We've got five left today. We're actually going to do this one, and then we're going to hop back to where we just were. Number 15 is Utah. I wasn't sure what to do about Utah. Here's the thing. Mormons are kind of crazy. There's a lot of them. The BYU kids do that thing called soaking. If you don't know what that is, look it up. But it's kind of a state. What? Yeah. Getting some flack from the peanut gallery. It's a show for adults, okay? That's right. I know. This is why Rachel needs a mic, because nothing she says can get picked up. I need Samson to make a more powerful microphone. <laughs> you can just walk around the apartment. You don't even have to sit here, and you can just chime in when you want. The Beantown Podcast is getting a whole new angle. Now that we live together, and I'm all here for it. Utah is really pretty. Even that Mormon temple. You know there's a lot of crazy voodoo shit inside, but it's really fun to look at. Say what you will about the Mormons, but they knew how to chisel. Salt Lake City's got some really weird like liquor laws, as you can probably expect. You go to a bar. I don't remember exactly what it is, but I think you have to like buy a bag of chips to buy a drink because you can't just buy alcohol. You have to buy it. You have to have a meal. I don't know. Joseph, I don't, you know, Joseph Smith is one of those like conniving con artists who, you know, like had a secret motivation or ambition behind all his rules that he came up with. I, I, was that to just raise more money for Utah-based chip companies? I'm not sure. But it's pretty crazy. I will say good hey, good on him for, you know, creating the religion, the the poly the the polygamous whole thing, because if you're into that, 
man, it's it's going to be a great time for you. It's not my deal, but if that's what you, I'm good on him for creating something that he was really passionate about. Banging 15 people in one day. Good for you, Joseph Smith. The rest of Utah, beautiful. Bonneville Salt Flats. What a place. One of these days I'm going to take a scooter out there and scoot across the whole flat. Great national parks. And, uh, yeah, at least two or three black people. So, great place. Okay, coming in at number 14, I mentioned we were hopping back. Massachusetts, similar to New Hampshire and Vermont, but just a little bit more of that kind of New York energy. A little bit more crowded. There's a lot of people in Massachusetts, also Mitt Romney, who now is a senator from uh, Utah. How weird is that? I, I, you know, I've, I've thought this before. I've never really said it. I think it's so bizarre, and maybe this is my own understanding. Maybe this is grounded in reality. I don't know. That Mitt Romney was the governor of Massachusetts, and now he's a senator from Utah. It's just really strange. It'd be like Obama being a senator from Illinois, becoming president, and then joining the House of Representatives in New Mexico. It's like, what? You did what now? Uh, Massachusetts, Boston metro area, pretty, a lot of great history, although I've never been that drawn to like the Revolutionary War stuff. I don't care that much. Um, but also very crowded. I'm not a big fan of feeling congested or claustrophobic. So Boston is a place I like to visit, particularly if they don't have to drive. And uh, soak it up, have a Sam Adams, and then get out of town. But Western Massachusetts feels much more like, you know, Connecticut, New Hampshire. A lot of great uh, nature, some quaint New England towns. And uh, I've never been to Martha's Vineyard. One of these days I'd like to go. It's far from the top of my priority list it's not a place where i'm like oh yeah martha's vineyard man i gotta get there no i don't really care but i think it'd be pretty and fun to check off the list and find out who martha is no one ever told me uh we got three left here here comes maybe maybe the biggest like upset shocker i don't know of the whole list the fact that this state is here you're gonna some people some people get it because there's people who've been there not many, but some people have visited there, and they know what I'm talking about. But everyone else is going to be like, what? what? I'm, I'm passionate. I'm steadfast about this opinion, and I put it right where I want it to be. West Virginia, lucky number 13. Uh, yeah, okay, so let's get the, the obvious stuff out of the way. West Virginia is backcountry. It's like the Ozarks. It's like the Deep South, but just kind of in a different part of the country. Uh, There's not very many people there, for starters, and it's not a very diverse place. It's not a very educated place like Mississippi, Alabama, Uh, and it's a very poor place. But it is beautiful. People are genuine, I think, and 
I just uh, I'm kind of a sucker for the most part. There there is a couple, you know, cities like this, like Cincinnati, that don't really scratch that itch. But I'm a sucker for like the Ohio Valley. I don't know. I just think it's really nice. Uh, big fan of the Ohio River. You got Parkersburg, Huntsville, Huntsville. No, that's Alabama. Huntington, West Virginia, Charleston, the capital. Uh, Mart Martinsville. Martinsville's in Virginia. Uh where's uh Morgantown? That's where the university is. Just some really beautiful nature. Great hiking at the New River National Park. Um I don't know, West Virginia almost feels like a little slice of like, you know, the West with its mountains and its sweeping landscapes, beautiful forests. Um, but you're still close to all the action. Hey, if you want to go up to Pittsburgh, cool. If you drive, want to drive out to, you know, the ocean, you're close. DC, Philly, you're not far. And I love Harper's Ferry. Cool historic town. There's a lot of like ruins there. Fun to, fun to walk around, whether you're a Civil War, you know, buff or not. John Brown, is that the Harper's Ferry guy? I don't know. I can't really explain it. Maybe it's because when I lived in Baltimore and I really didn't enjoy it, I went to West Virginia once or twice and it was just kind of like a nice escape. I felt like I could breathe again. I felt in touch with nature, which I just didn't really get in Baltimore. Big, big West Virginia proponent. For context, Virginia came at 24, West Virginia at 13. Uh, we're, we're tapping back into New England one last time here for number 12, Maine. So Maine, Maine takes the, the reins. Maine wins the uh, New England sweepstakes. Uh, maybe it's just because I'm reading a Stephen King novel right now, The Mist, which I am almost done with, but I read it like once a month. Uh, maybe it's the fact that I stayed down the street from Stephen King's house two years ago. Um, but again, kind of like West Virginia in that it's just pretty wide open, a lot in nature. Um, people are kind. Main- Mainers are a little weird. Mainers are kind of their own breed. Um, I never had like bad experiences with them, but they kind of got their own like culture going on. There's a, a significant Maine accent. I even did like a Instagram or YouTube video or one thing sometime uh, when I was in Maine trying to replicate it. I should go back and see if that lives somewhere. I don't know. Maybe on my Instagram. I don't know. Um, but it is it is unique. It reminds me of the time I was out on... Uh, oh, what's the name of the island? Something Desert. Mount Desert Island. Is that it? Um, where Acadia is? Mount Desert. I think so. I'm really proud of myself for pulling that out of my ass because not a place I've thought about in the last two years. I went to Mount Desert Island, um, or no, I I wasn't there actually. I was on a different one, Um, maybe not even an island, I don't remember, but a little bit northeast of there. I did some hiking. Oh, yeah, it was an island, uh, the Great Wass Island, which is about as far northeast as you can go uh, before you hit Quebec. Or Newfoundland, yeah, it's Newfoundland. It's not Quebec, New Brunswick. They got it. They got Newfoundland. They got New Brunswick. They got Nova Scotia, which is just new in a different language. Come on, Canada, 
get it together. Yeah, it's 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 only about I don't know, thirty forty miles from New Brunswick. Uh, I did some hiking around there. That's where I took the video, and I remember because I was like getting cocky. You know, you're on the ocean, and I like went out into or like walked out a little bit, and I was like hopping puddles and stuff. And next thing I know, literally in the span of five minutes, I turned around and the tide the tide had come in, and I waded, w a d e d, back to what was now shore in my sweatpants, just there was no way around it. It was like there there were no rocks to jump on or walk on. It was just water. Uh, my feet were really smelly the rest of the day. But I'm a big main fan. One of these days I really want to do Katahdin. The end of the Appalachian Trail, Mount Katahdin with a K. K A oh I'm gonna I'm gonna try it before I look it up. K A T A H D I N Mount Katahdin. Katahdin. Hey, that's it. K-A-T-A-H-D-I-N. It's a spooky looking mountain. It's kind of like Denali in that it's just like by itself, like large and looming. Um, I'd like to go up there one of these days. But it is, I mean, it's a trek. It's like north central Maine all by itself. There There aren't like people out there. It's just... Bears and moose and maybe not moose, elk, I don't know. Goats probably and not a lot of people. But I do like Maine. Uh, you can you can be in south, southeast on the ocean and be part of that culture and then you got a whole big landscape to explore all to yourself. And I appreciate that. That's kind of a theme in a lot of these states that, I, that we've ranked today. It's kind of what New Mexico is like, definitely Nevada. Uh, West Virginia is is similar to that. Even Massachusetts, like, there's plenty of open nature and stuff as you get further inland. Uh, but that's me. That's twelve. And uh, our last state to rank today, and then we're gonna wrap it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat the hour mark. I promise. I'm just gonna get to this, and then we're gonna finish. Oregon, number eleven. It's it's a state I appreciate. It's a unique state. You got the valley where most of the people live, Portland, Eugene, Corvallis, Salem, yada, 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 lush. Uh, the Oregon, or Oregon coast is unique. It's not a place where, for the most part where you're like going out for the beach day, like let's catch some rays, bring our boogie boards. It's more like have your sweater, see some seals, and walk Although I, I have have I have had like an actual beach day in Oregon. It's just tough. Tougher to tougher to forecast. Mountains are nice. You got the uh Sisters Bakery, which was better five, ten years ago for sure. They're a shell of themselves now. But it's not too late. Not too late to do the right thing, just like Roger Goodell and Deshaun Watson, hopefully. Sisters Bakery. If you're listening, it's not too late to do the right thing. Uh, but, man, just the further east you go, the spookier it gets. Bend is kind of that strange oasis with a lot of, like, rich tech people and outdoorsy people. But then you go east of there, which is still, like, half of the state, and it gets real spooky real fast. Like, weird 
Trumpers with a lot of guns, very white. Oregon, east of the uh, east of the the Sierra Nevadas, the Cascades. Cascades is uh, not a place I really like to be, which happens to be where my parents live. Anyways, uh, it's it's really pretty. There's a lot to explore, a lot of good nature, some good beers. I like beers. We drank beers. Sometimes you drink too many beers. Brett Kavanaugh. Um, it's hipster, but it's not quite as hipster as uh, where we're going to be visiting next week, which are the two states, uh, one north and one south of Oregon, which will both be in our top ten. Spoiler alert. Uh, that's about all I got to say. I promise you I would not hit an hour. We're at 53 minutes, and we still got to do our outro music. And uh, I'll let you fill in the rest of your blanks on those states. If you want to share more, you email us, beantownpodcast.yahoo.com. That's beantownpodcast.yahoo.com. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you all. This was entry four out of five. Next week we'll wrap it up, and then the week after that will be our big Hawaii preview. Uh, and then next thing you know, I'll be on a I'll be on a plane over the ocean. Be the furthest west I've ever been in my life. How about that? Beating my my currently held Alaska record. Uh, to recap: number twenty, New Mexico; number nineteen, Nevada; eighteen, Wisconsin; seventeen, New Hampshire; sixteen, Vermont; fifteen, Utah; fourteen, Massachusetts; thirteen, West Virginia; twelve, Maine; eleven, Oregon. And a parting Beantown trivia question for you all to ponder. Christian Ponder, number seven. Come back to us with the answer next week. Name the four Monopoly railroads. Because I was thinking about this on a run the other day, and I was really disappointed in myself because I could only come up with two, and I felt like an absolute idiot. Uh, So, again, that's the four railroads in Monopoly. And we'll reveal the answer next week if I remember. Let's cue up our outro music here, everyone. I hope that you stay safe. I hope that you stay sane. My name is Quinn David Furness, and I will check in on you next week. Bye. Okay.